Welcome to Season 1, Episode 21 of Digital Dissection, where we take a closer and possibly unnecessary look at our favorite properties. Today, three friends have come together to search Hyrule far and wide for the pieces of the Triforce, and to do some rather questionable things with cuckoos. Joining us is a special co-host and good friend, Chelsea. With our combined courage, power, and wisdom, we'll attempt to help make sense of a rather expansive Legend of Zelda timeline. Before we try and pull the Master Sword from its pedestal to save the day, we are Joe, Mark, and Chelsea. Three friends who love talking pop culture and bringing our passion for our favorite properties to your ears. If you got here today by accident, though, try searching for us by typing in Digital Dissection, a nerd podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're not following those types of websites, you can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter by searching for at Digital Dissect One. Our social media sites share more pop culture news and current information, so feel free to join the conversation. Let's uh, let's talk Legend of Zelda. This is exciting, because um, this is this is a franchise that's going on. I think its its entry year was literally days after my birth, which is exciting. Yeah, which yeah. we don't reveal in the podcast or anywhere. So, um, <laughs> but hey, wait, 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 wait. The, the like the birth of the conception because I think we've covered at least one of those. One of the two. Um, probably conception but that is neither here nor there uh let's go actually talk about someone new to the podcast so everyone uh please welcome chelsea to the podcast this is exciting yeah thanks for having me guys yeah hopefully uh hopefully not the last time this will uh hoping not to like scare you off like wait a second i thought about podcasting i invested in a mic and it's turned out uh i'm glad i only wasted 60 bucks on this profession and it's time to move on. Well, we'll see how shrill my voice sounds when the recording comes out, and then I'll make a decision. Oh, I'm sure it, it'll sound fine. You know, oh. like Joe and I are both concerned about that at first, but then mm -hmm. I, you know, one of the reviews that came up on Google or on uh, Apple, actually, I think that the the words they used was that our voices were like audible chocolate. Joe, yeah. if you can, if you can imagine that. Yeah. God, like, and then we're gonna throw in this random girl that. If, just take all that audible chocolate and destroy it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, you know what? We, we, we need to shake up because uh, as our producer is actually indicating to me right now that the ratings definitely need to boost. Um, mm. So what's that? Producer's now giving me the finger. Apparently oh. I was not supposed to reveal that information, but we're going to now just charge forward and act like that never happened. So Chelsea and I actually know each other from college. We were roommates for a bit there. We that were. was a fun time. Yeah, it was. It was a lot. A lot of fun stuff happened. A lot mm -hmm. of um, video games and yeah. binge drinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and actually, like, fun thing uh, about our friendship and uh, very, very time with this podcast is I think one of the first things we ever talked about when we met each other was playing The Legend of Zelda. Probably. It is my mm -hmm. number one franchise. I feel like... I watched my mom play Legend of Zelda, and mm -hmm. that is oh, what awesome. 
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was definitely the co-pilot, <laughs> you know, sitting mm -hmm. there with her little walkthrough guide in, you know, the early nineties, <laughs> walking her through the regular legend of Zelda. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just call the navigator yep. through high yeah. rule. Oh, yep. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, great. So actually speaking of that, uh, talking about, um, like the original Zelda game, I actually kind of wanted to hear from all of us, like where did we, because this is like, I think this game is at 19 titles long, is how many, like, if you look at Zelda games, not counting like HD remakes or re-releases or like collection-like events, um, just 19 games. So where did we all actually start playing this game? I was gonna say, Chelsea, if you, if you I mean, you kind of walked us through a little bit of it, but mm -hmm. I'd still love to hear the, the discovery stage for you. Yeah, absolutely. So I did not start off playing this game. I will be very blunt and very clear about that. Mom had priority of the paddles and <laughs> that was not my role. So I started off watching the game um, and it was with, you know, Legend of Zelda. Um, I mean, she would just sit down and over and over and over, replay that game, replay that game, replay that game. So <laughs> I saw a lot of that and it was a lot of fun. And then, you know, moved on to, she didn't really care so much for like the adventures of Link that oh, kind of yeah. went into, I think no one really cared for that game. No, no one did. The side scrolling thing just did not work for the, for Link at all. Yeah. It was so odd. It was very yeah. odd. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't know if they were trying like a Castlevania approach or what they were or Mario or something. I'm not sure what they were mm -hmm. doing there, but it, it wasn't it. Yeah, no, it just, it, you weren't feeling it. And I think, uh, I think the Japan and America not feeling it as well because that game, I think underperformed yeah. uh, when it came out. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but then it was obviously she transitioned to, Link to the Past on ah, yes. Super Nintendo and mm -hmm. again played through that a thousand times. <laughs> and I I pretty much co-piloted all the way through those. Like obviously now I've went back and myself played them many, many times as well. But I didn't mm -hmm. get my hands really into and on a game and really start immersively playing until Ocarina of Time. Ah that, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. that was where okay, mom that's you're not doing this well enough like give me that <laughs> <laughs> yes you've had your run at it like it's it's chelsea time yeah hand yeah. those over exactly exactly <laughs> <laughs> well you know something we do on this show we we do tap into you know a little bit of the history of these properties and you know one thing i wanted to actually point out or, or i say a thing but i mean a japanese man oh. by the name of shigeru miyamoto mm. um Shigeru, this dude was just, he was attached to almost every major 80s property you could think mm -hmm. of. I mean, like he was behind Donkey Kong, Pikmin series, F-Zero, obviously, you know, Super Mario, um, but also Star Fox and the oft not mentioned Nintendogs. Um, but oh, Nintendogs. And we're not here to talk about Nintendogs today. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> as much we'd like to, and we're prepared to. We're not going to. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe that'll be the... Uh... The episode where we're forced to talk about something um, thing is we just get Nintendo dogs, <laughs> which, which just says we're going to be forced to talk about something um, for the I think it's eight people now that listen to this podcast. Booyah! Um, lucky number eight. 
Yeah, <laughs> we are running a Twitter contest um, once we hit 1,000 followers, which we're actually really, really close to. By the time you hear this, we'll probably already have announced the winner. But yeah, someone out there, we're not quite sure who yet, as of this recording, will be picking a random topic for us to discuss on a future episode. So stay tuned. Yeah. So um, before we get talking Nintendogs in that episode, which I'm, maybe it'll be like our version of Battletoads, that running gig, um, <laughs> if you're familiar with the Pawn Stars. Uh, but yeah, before we get into Nintendogs, let's go back to Legend of Zelda. Um, speaking of like um, uh, uh, Miyamoto, uh, Miyamoto, fun story about the whole like, you know how like when you first play the OG game and one of the first things you're supposed to do is go and get the sword because you start off swordless. I think you just get a shield to start things off with. And you have to actually go through a cave to get it. Originally, the game was developed, you started with the sword, but test players complained so much about um, unclear like gameplay and unclear like motivation as to playing. He got so mad, he took the sword away. So the first thing you had to do was actually get it. <laughs> so it was like a punishment to complaints about the game. Uh, and it's kind of funny how that trope just actually kind of stuck through multiple games that you actually have to wander for a while before you get, get the sword. And Mimoto even said that you could actually like actually beat a majority of the original game without even getting the sword. Um, you can go through a good chunk. Like you, he said like mostly you just need the sword for Ganon because you can get around using the other, like the boomerang and the shield and other weapons um, to like beat the enemy. So you don't even need the sword, but yeah, he got so mad he took it away. And, and Miyamoto crazy. loved he loved to downplay the importance of the high score. Mm -hmm. So the idea of just using a shield to achieve everything in a game. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that I mean, shining. Can, you can go the Captain America route. That's fine. It worked for Steve. <laughs> yeah. Why not Link? Uh, but when you look at Link going through his land of Hyrule, when you look at Hyrule in this game, it's pretty run down. Like it's it's not pretty. Um Forests are there. They're not very lush. Uh, it, you got sand in a lot of places. Like the Gerudo Desert seems like it's almost like taken over. The Zoras, huge bag of dicks, by yeah. the way, in this game. Shooting fireballs and stuff at you. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, if you started with the Ocarina of Time, uh, like where, like, you know, well, obviously Chelsea started playing there, but you've watched the older games. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you didn't play the old games uh, or certain games in this franchise, You'd be like, well, why the Zora's dicks? This doesn't make any sense at all. Like, they're our friends. What's going on here? Um, and that's because, like, as it turns out, even though that, you know, The Legend of Zelda, the game that came out in 1986, was the first game, it's not where the story starts. And that's oh. kind of what we want to talk about today, is that this is a pretty expansive and very confusing timeline when you start trying to play the games. So... Um, before we get into the actual timeline, fun game, fun games things here that I've uh, I've prepared. Let's see if you two can go through all 19 titles of the game in their release order. Obviously, starting with Legend of Zelda, uh, and go forward from there. See if you can do it. Go. <sighs> Sorry, Chelsea. We're gonna. We're, this is our first our first opportunity as a team. We can do um, this. <laughs> well, we've already got Legend of Zelda and Adventure of Link. We, we've knocked those out. Uh, yeah. We already know those ones. So those are those are given. We only got to get seventeen now. Seventeen, um, seventeen more to go. <laughs> um, well, you and I both know Link to the Past. That one's kind of uh, a giveaway too. So yes, we're down down to sixteen. Um, so that's the, that's the first three, right? So Legend of Zelda, Adventures of Link, Link to the Past, Awakening. 
awake. Yes. With, I remember. For the I remember DS. people. Or not DS. People, oh my god, the Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. People hated Awakening. I thought for some reason. Um, I actually never played Awakening on the original, you know, DS. I did play the remake. Yeah. Um, and enjoyed that very much. It's just kind of, you know, it's a nostalgia thing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's right. Because I remember, I remember Awakening uh, was re-released like end of the '90s, so that makes sense to me. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, so after Awakening, it was Ocarina of Time, wasn't it? Ocarina of Time. Yep. Yep. Ocarina of Time. That is correct. There, yeah, because there's a gap until like late late nineties. I remember. And then so, Majora's Mask followed up right after Ocarina of Time. Truth. Yeah. Um, this is where it gets tricky because I feel like kind of how they release things is you do your console games and then they throw you out like a handheld and then mm -hmm. they give you more console games but I. So I'll I... give you. I'll give you a hint with this one. Think Pokemon. With this one, if there's if there's a Legend of Zelda game that you can kind of think does the same like Pokemon method, of multiple games released at the same time. So this is where I, mm. I will get frustrated because Chelsea, if I remember correctly, the early two thousands was like, it was like a fire hose of Zelda games. Like it yeah. was, it was absolutely ridiculous how many came out and. I don't want to say Wind Waker because, like, that was in the middle of this. I thought I don't think Wind Waker was the first one to come out. I feel like there's another one because console game next is Wind Waker, but yeah. I feel like there is another. Well, was, wasn't there uh, um, uh, Four Swords? Was that one uh, of them? So yes, that was one. I, it could be four swords, because although Joe's letting, how does he's that... letting us struggle? Joe's letting us struggle. He's letting us struggle. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. But how does that? How is that anything like? You're in I a ballpark. I don't understand your hint. Of like, so think like you know, like Pokemon came out with red and blue in the yeah. United States. The Legend of Zelda jumped on that bandwagon too, where they released more uh, or less Oracle. the same game. It's Oracle. It's Oracle, right? There's of, two Oracle games. Yep, they're two Oracle games. Uh, damn it. Oh my god, Game Boy Color. It's I can see the damn box. Seasons and ages. Oh my god. Seasons and ages. Yeah, seasons and ages. Yes. Yes. Oh yep. my god. Yep. <laughs> yes. And then I'll even be nice, I'll piece together. Uh, Four Swords comes after that. And then you're right that Wind Waker comes after... Um, a Link to the Past, which is a re-release with Four Swords. They were like kind of packed into one game. Okay. Um, okay. And then Wind Waker comes after that, and then they jump back. Um, they're not even the game. No, they stay in the GameCube for the next one. So I'm going to keep going after Wind Waker now. Oh, man. See, now this is gonna. This is where I like absolutely have to check out because. Well, I'll rattle these off. I, I only know of Twilight Princess, uh, yeah. Phantom Hourglass. Um, there was tracks, um, the, the yeah spirit tracks. tracks. Yep. Um, there was uh, Ocarina of Time when they actually like did it in three D. I think. Yeah, but we're not yeah, counting the was, remakes. And that's All right. way later All right. too. Mm -hmm. that's, that's fine. Like 
Oh, uh, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword was after that. Skyward Sword is like 2011. Yeah. Oh, wait, did I skip over some? Oh, that's right. We like, did like a, a time jump here, didn't we? Of just all like, the ones like... that you mentioned, like there are two games that happen before the earliest game of the set that you just mentioned. Before Wind Waker? Not before or... Wind Waker. After Wind Waker. So be think between Wind Waker and between uh, between Wind Waker before, and Twilight before, Princess. Okay, before Twilight Princess, but after Wind Waker. Okay. Mm -hmm. There are two games before between those two. Uh, we will see if you get... I'll give you one guess, and then we'll kind of just... We'll continue on with the show. <laughs> hmm. By the way, for those listening at home, that's our Sully alert. Sully yep. loves to... Coming and bark every now and again. Mm -hmm. And there, there is a storm currently in Stevens Point. He's not a fan of those. But mostly he <laughs> knows the answer. We just can't understand him. Yes, he is <laughs> trying to help. He's a helpful little guy. You see, I, I'm going to struggle here because yeah. uh, this, mm -hmm. this was not a, an area. Like I said, this is not an area of Zelda that I played. Mm -hmm. um, so and this is actually where it's really mean because it's Four Swords Adventures is after Wind Waker. Oh, it's a second Four Swords game. That's bold. Okay, fine. <laughs> and I, then, didn't, I didn't ever play that game. I've no, never. Neither did I. It was on the. It was on the GameCube. Yeah, on the GameCube. I can't imagine it did well. I don't think it did. And then after that That's... was Minish Cap. Oh, Minish mm. Cap. Minish Cap. Yep. yep. Game, good old yep. Game Boy Advance. I yeah. Knew I was gonna forget one of these. So okay. then there's Twilight Princess, Phantom Hourglass, Spirit Tracks, Skyward Sword. You mentioned all of those. Um, then you had a link between worlds, which I remember playing that one uh, for the 3DS. Game. Great game as a sequel super to Link to the Past. Super fun, yeah. Mm -hmm. Super super fun. And, yep. And this is this is where Nintendo like really love their remakes because that's all they do now. But like they remade mm -hmm. Ocarina of Time, they remade Wind Waker. Um, I remember Majora's Mask and Twilight Princess both got remakes. Um, and that basically brings us up to. Uh, Breath of the Wild, doesn't it? Nah, Triforce Heroes happens right before Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. yeah. And That's... then actually, I should be mad. I, I should be mad that I said nineteen titles. There's twenty because I forgot Age of Calamity in that count. Mm. Oh, yeah. I don't like to count those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Triforce Heroes came with a free scarf, so it gave you sweat. <laughs> oh, scarf! Because okay. Link wears lots of scarves. He does it yeah, in the well... one game. <laughs> but but you know what? Joe is a Nathan Drake fan, so wearing a scarf for I him do. is not exactly. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is true. This is true. Yes. So well, now that we've we we've covered like the the expanse of like the number of games that are here, let's go through like when they actually take place. So Chelsea, I'm pretty sure you know where does the story actually begin for the Legend of Zelda? The the story begins with Skyward Sword. Boom. Absolutely. Another right. another title that was not my favorite. No, you are not a fan of Skyward Sword. So why didn't you like Skyward Sword? Well, so to be completely honest, I think that a big thing that turned it off for me was the Wii and the mm -hmm. Wiimote and the and those controls. They just yeah, it the really killed controls. it for me. Mm -hmm. um, which is funny because a lot of people played Twilight Princess on the Wii. Myself but, included. <laughs> but I did not. I was one of those that as soon as Twilight Princess was announced, I had it on pre-order for my mm -hmm. sweet-ass GameCube. And so that's how I played it, and I loved it. It's yeah. one of my favorite, favorite Zelda games. Mm -hmm. The combat is amazing. It's super fluid. It just, you feel awesome when you when you 
are killing things yeah. with your sword in Twilight Princess. Absolutely do. And like, again, with Twilight Princess, and so we'll get back to Skyward Sword in a second here, but like yeah. Twilight Princess, that game was designed for the GameCube, not the Wii. Correct. So the motion controls were like kind of like a, a second or an afterthought. So like they weren't, as much as they were annoying in Skyward Sword, they're even more annoying in Twi uh, Twilight Princess because they're kind of like a forced like part of it. Right. Just not fun. And because it was it was such mm -hmm. beautiful combat otherwise in yep. you know in Twilight Princess. So I think coming off of Twilight Princess, for me, I played the crap out of that game. Mm -hmm. I was so, so excited for Skyward Sword. And I just could not get into the motion controls. I felt like yeah. an idiot. It was not mm -hmm. enjoyable. I don't want to exercise right now. Mm -mm. No, <laughs> no. Want to play video games? You want to sit down and veg out for a bit, please. Exactly. Don't make me move. Come leave, on. Leave it to the Mario mm -hmm. Tennis, you know, just otherwise. <laughs> yeah, we have the whole Wii Sports Resort to do that with. Don't, don't force Zelda into this. <laughs> didn't didn't Skyward Sword kind of set in motion, well, or rather reinforce this like Zelda belief that we needed to just seal away all of our bad guys, right? Like it did. Well, I mean that that's kind of like how we always deal with Ganon is we seal him away because I think the game has a problem with actually killing the antagonist. Like we just don't do that. We seal yeah. him away yeah. uh, for safekeeping. Is he, is he fucking so, Batman or something? Jesus, come on. Yeah, yeah. We don't kill people. They just go to sleep. That's all. Yeah. Well, um, and I might upset, I guess, diehard fans if they're here and listening to this, and I'm about to mm -hmm. say some stuff right now that gets me death threats. But I think <laughs> part of the lore is that, you know, the, the three heroes, mm -hmm. Link, Zelda, Ganon, they kind of perpetually always exist. They do. Yeah. And Skyward Swords, what starts that? Because yeah. you got um, the descendants of Hylia, who is the goddess who's basically taking care of the planet after the Triforce goddesses make everything. Mm -hmm. um, and she basically chooses to become mortal so she can wield the Triforce, which is left behind by the goddesses. And her human mm -hmm. form is the first Zelda, which yes. is pretty great. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Link in that game uh, is the person, like he's the first Link to not only wield the Master Sword, but he forges the Master Sword. So that kind of like cements his, his lineage uh, as the hero. And then you have Demise, who's going to work as basically the first form of Ganon or Ganondorf. Yeah. Um, and just before you beat the game, spoiler alert, you seal Demise away. And he basically, as he's being sealed away, basically sets out this curse saying that, like, as long as your lines are there, I will always keep, like, basically rebirthing or, like, reincarnating to try and, like, basically torment all, uh, torment the uh, the line of the goddess and the hero uh, for all eternity. So that's kind of like the in-game way of explaining why you keep having these same three characters come back, even though they're not actually the same three characters in each game. Yes. Mm -hmm. mm. So yeah, Skyward Sword starts that. And then when you continue through the line of Zelda games, the next one that happens is actually uh, the Minish Cap, which I'm not going to go into too much because I didn't play Minish Cap. I didn't play it either. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it sounds like a slur to me, and I, I don't want to say it too many times. <laughs> We're so. not going to go there. What we all know is the Cap is alive. It may or may not sound like Danny DeVito. Ooh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go that way because like most Zelda games, like you don't have voice actors or actresses. Um, actually, like Breath of the Wild was the first time Zelda had a voice actress ever. <laughs> um, so we'll just assume that the Minish Cap is Danny DeVito. 
And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm behind that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. And that game and the next game, which is Four Swords, are like the first games where you don't have that Ganon counterpiece. You have Vati as the big bad game. Vati's a demon, right? Yeah, Vati's a demon. Big eyeball. Can take many shapes and forms. Yep. And then that's where we come to the game that is going to really muddy the, uh, the timeline because of what it does. And that is the Ocarina of Time. And just before we get going into the absolute beautiful game that is that, let's go into how much of like really of a legacy game this actually is. Um, uh, Famutsu Magazine, which is still a very popular gaming magazine in Japan, this was the first game it ever gave a perfect score to. And uh, I think it's only given that to like 26 games the other game, uh, some of the other games that hold that are Wind Waker, Skyward Sword, and Breath of the Wild. I'll nice. hold a perfect score from that uh, of that magazine. This was also G four, that sweet, sweet defunct gaming network that we all loved in college. Um, <laughs> said this was the best game of all time. Really? Yeah, and it to this date holds the highest Metacritic gaming score of a ninety nine out of one hundred. Wow. They must not have played the Puss in Boots game. (laughs) (laughs) For for devotees of this show, um, we've mentioned this game quite a few times. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Not to detract too much. No, but one day when we get the technology to do do playthroughs, Mark is replaying that game so we can all go through that again. No, no. I... Dude, I would rather eat a roll of quarters and watch him come out the other end before I play that game again. Come on, we can live stream. It'll be great. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But all right, before Puss in Boots, let's talk about like, I mean, obviously, like the accolades are there. This is one of the best games ever made. And that is, I would say at this point, not really even debatable uh, with how much this is universally loved. Um, But what did we love about this game? Like, well, we look at the game and where it happens. Like Hyrule had just kind of like finished a civil war among like the kingdoms of like the Gerudo, the Hylians, the Goron, and the Zora, and we now have this peace. And Hyrule is kind of starting to come back together, and so we have this beautiful first-time 3D landscape for The Legend of Zelda. And mm-hmm. uh, I remember playing this the first time. I borrowed it from a friend, and he didn't get the game back for like I think a solid year. They just kept <laughs> replaying it over and over again. Um, but what did what did what do we love about this game? I I mean everything. I I remember the very first time you know we we bought it and brought it home from GameStop and plugged it in, put it on, and just being blown away by how beautiful it was, how mm-hmm. immersive it felt, how cool it was to see you know Link in a quote unquote like three D. Oh yes, those <laughs> beautiful triangle shaped hands of his. The yes, all of the pixels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah, just running around, and I do. I remember just us, my mom and I again, because we were just over the TV, just mm-hmm. in awe. Things floating through the air, just the lighting was awesome. Oh yes, right mm-hmm. away, love, 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 love. Mm-hmm. One thing I want to say about this game, just from a. Uh, development standpoint like when you think about how brilliant and how beautiful this game was nintendo was actually developing super mario 64 Mm -hmm. and uh, mario kart 64 at the same time as this yeah 
And so the, this was supposed yeah. to be the flagship for the uh, 64 DD. Do you remember that thing? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. There was there was like this movement from like the 16 yeah, to like 32 to 64 bit thing where like companies kept trying to say, how can we beef up this system? Well, let's just put another big fucking thing on top of it and <laughs> and make it like make it look twice as big as it was before, but have more processing power. And so that's mm -hmm. basically like like what the uh, Sega did the same thing. And, yep. you know, the 64 DD was the same type of idea. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just ridiculous. Yep. But Describe obviously, stuff. the whole thing, like the 64 DD was a mess. Like, as we're pointing out, like one of us doesn't even remember it existed. Nope. Um, so <laughs> clearly, that didn't pan out. And because the development was such an issue, they just like, you know what? Let's just put it on the 64 uh, and get this game out there. And I'm so, so very happy it did. Because again, like this was just an amazing story. You had so much you could do in this game between pieces of hearts, trying to free the Scatella family. Um, getting all the jars, going on like the bigger on sword quests. Oh my god, it was all so much fun. How about Epona? That yes. rocked my damn mm -hmm. world. Like it <laughs> just uh, excuse me, Chicka what? Yeah. <laughs> I want I want to ride the horse. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you can just summon it with your ocarina and it, she yeah. just shows up anywhere yeah. except like, you know, uh, um Castletown. But outside of Castletown, she goes anywhere you want her to. Yep, it's mm -hmm. it's great, and it did it made the game feel even that more of something. Feel I don't I just for me I don't think that there was anything out there even close mm -mm. at the time. It no. was just huge. Yep, it was, and it is so huge that it would actually begin to splinter the timeline of the Legend of Zelda, because when we get to the final battle where Link is fighting Ganon, um. Which of all of us playing this game, how many of us actually beat Ganon the first time through? Oh. Oh, mm -mm. No. no. Congratulations. That's how the first timeline's created. Link dies fighting Ganon. Crap. Yeah. That's what <laughs> happens there. So he actually gains all three pieces of the Triforce, is basically, I don't want to say nearly all powerful, but pretty darn near all powerful. And then uh, Zelda and the Seven Sages just kind of seal him away in the uh, Sacred Realm. And yeah. because he is so powerful, he more or less infects the sacred realm to the point where it, be call, it becomes be called the Dark Realm. It is its own, own crazy place now where Ganon is just king over everything. And Hyrule moves forward. There's a war there to try after the people like, oh, wait, there's this whole thing called the Triforce. We get powerful. We want that. <laughs> and then they fight over it. Um, they want to get access to the sacred realm. And then this is where it leads us to a link to the past. Yeah. Um, because, because of now like this, uh, mistrust in the, uh, the Royal family and, uh, kind of like it just, we actually start to see the Royal bloodline decline to the point where Hylians, our pointy-eared friends aren't really even around that much anymore. It's down to the Royal family and the Knights of Hyrule, which is where Link is living with his uncle to start off, uh, a link to the past. Yeah, it sounds like a, a shitty 80s movie, right? Hyrule Knights, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hyrule Knights and Gerudo Days, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, th this is interesting, though, because this was like the seven-year time jump, and then mm -hmm. you've once again you've got these like different branches that yep. I mean, I mean they they just it was just cool in execution seeing how these mm -hmm. these branches work. Yeah, I thought that was a really really cool way to tie this whole universe together. Mm -hmm. um, that they had you know basically spent uh, the better part of twelve years making so far. 
Yeah. And uh, A Link to the Past was, I think, honestly, until, I mean, honestly, until it was literally one game away, it was considered like the best Zelda game until Ocarina of Time came out. Um, oh, yeah. So we get pink haired Link and Link to the Past, which I think wasn't that like a development mistake. They actually made his hair pink. Like, you know what? Let's just let's roll with it. We're not going to go back and fix that. <laughs> you know what? It's design choice. I would say, you know, that's fine because, that's fine. Uh, yeah. I mean, he, he went through some shit. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's the late 80s, early 90s. It's rad. He's been through some things. Let's See, just go all, with it. Pink hair. You're all wearing pink back then. All wearing Seriously. pink. Yeah, I think I had a pair of pink jorts that I wore back then. So you know what? Uh, <laughs> let's let's do it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I had like the pink like slap bracelets. They were cool. You were like nine oh. of them up one arm. Come on, we we hold were on, all there. Hold on. You said had. I'm sure you still have that in a drawer that you just closed slowly, hoping we didn't notice. It is in a time capsule, and it will be <laughs> discovered by our ancestors. <laughs> There are directions and notes so that it cannot be obscured, and they will know exactly what the past was like. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of the past, they link to the past. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting mm -hmm. here was that, like, when I started playing Zelda, a link to the past was the one that I had the most memories formed for, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, you and I were just a couple of pupas back in 86. It's not like we really, <laughs> you know, <laughs> really understood what was going on. No. So, like, so like a link to the past was the one that I spent just, you know, that I had more dash time with. Um, and so the, you know, like the seven sages who helped link in, you know, Ocarina who you mm -hmm. know, sealed away uh, Ganondorf and all that. Um, and the whole dark world thing. And, and now we've got like this more beastly form of, uh, of just you know, Ganon. Um, yeah. Who, yeah. Who's uh, basically trying to take over the, the dark world and and Hyrule. Yeah, I mean, he has the dark world. That's his to own. But then the goal in that game is he's actually um, there's like a priest that's trying to bring him into the uh, to the light world, uh, so yeah. that bring Ganon back. Which, by the way, recurring theme. So, like, basically, when you like, I'm just trying to think of like you know like henchmen and bad guys in Legend of Zelda. They have like these these nice like focus sessions over what we can do <laughs> to make Hyrule ours. And then they have all these, they have like options and they just throw rocks at them. And whatever happens is they have like, basically like they just had like for the options, people just wrote like on a paper, folded in half and put it out there and they just picked one. And most people are just like, man, just bring Ganon back. <laughs> and they just pick like, oh, bring Ganon back. The system still works. Let's bring him back. And, and that's what we try doing in this game. Um, and then you get a link between worlds uh, takes place after this one. Um, mm -hmm. And then after that, I believe you get the Oracle of Ages and Seasons. And then Link's Awakening, which just recently got a remake on the Switch. Super cute and fun to play, by the way. I did enjoy that one. I um, liked it a lot, too. It was, yeah. Yeah. I, like I said before, I didn't play the original, but it was a big old nostalgia bomb. The mm -hmm. puzzles in it are really fun uh, and interesting, yep. which is not something you normally get in a Zelda game. It's not normally... Mm -hmm a puzzle solving game. Um, so that's why it's, it's fun. It's unique. It brings in, you know, those fun Mario characters. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which, yeah, if you, I don't know, spoiler alert for those moving forward. The reason why you see Mario characters is because the whole game is a dream. Link is literally stuck inside of the windfish, uh, which is think of like a, a giant humpback whale with two comically tiny wings on its back. <laughs> and it's it's dreaming the whole time. 
and its nightmares are trying to infect it, which is why there are bad things in the world. But because it's streaming, it sees like things from the Mario games, uh, and you get to interact with them. Because I think like uh, the uh, the girl from that game, I forget her name, but like her dad is Mario. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he looks like him anyway. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, fun stuff. So, and here, uh, after that is where we reach the era of decline. And that is where finally the Legend of Zelda, followed by Link to uh, Zelda 2, uh, the Adventures of Link, then yep. takes place. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so that is, that's the Heimline, that's the, the Heimline, the timeline <laughs> uh, known as the decline of Hyrule and uh, the heroes defeated. And then we now have two scenarios where we go back to the Ocarina of Time. When we learn from our mistakes and Ganon killing us, we have then figured out all of his tricks and we now defeat Ganon. And so uh, who remembers what happens when you actually beat Ganon in the story? Hmm. I, honestly, this one, once again, Joe, we, we've used this analogy before where you've got a master's degree in certain things and I've got two year <laughs> degrees that I just did not finish. Mm-hmm. Um, Zelda's definitely one of those things I have not brushed up on enough. So yeah, couldn't okay. even tell you. Chelsea, do you remember? So you actually, in this game, Zelda helps you defeat Ganon for the first time with Mm -hmm. the light arrow, correct? That is correct. Yeah. So it's it's the light then that is able to weaken him enough so that you can, quote unquote, defeat him. And it forces him back into the dark realm, I think. Indeed. Yep. He gets sealed away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a wonderful. Oh yes, I'm seeing the cutscene now. There's Aha. a wonderful like screaming up into the air with hands as he's yes. just like zoom. Nah. I would have gotten right. away with it too. It wasn't for your darn kids and your horse <laughs> and your meddling horse. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure this cutscene uh, shows us Endor with the Ewoks dancing. Right? Like, is that <laughs> what happens during this? Yep, the Ewoks Absolutely. are dancing with the Gorons. The Zoras are shooting off fireworks. <laughs> Great time. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh but God. yeah, so after you defeat Ganon, he gets sealed in the Sacred Realm. And now you get Zelda and Link. And Zelda's sitting there feeling bad that Link's life was basically wasted because of what she thinks are her choices. Mm-hmm. So she then sends Link back in time. And this is where it begins the second of the timelines, the hero triumphant, and the child timeline. Because from here, we have Zelda and Link both as children. And there's a crucial part in the game where Link first meets Zelda, except now Link has knowledge of the future. So he tells Zelda, oh, hey, by the way, this stuff's going to go down. And she's like, oh, my God, take the acronym now and just get the heck out of here. (laughs) So that's what Link does. He gets the heck out of there. He doesn't pull the Master Sword from the pedestal. Ganon does not get access to the Sacred Realm and the Triforce of Power. And therefore, the events of Ocarina of Time from there forward don't happen. So instead, Link is in search of Navi, his Hey Listen buddy. <laughs> also, by the way, I think voted the most annoying video game character of all time was oh, Navi. Oh, ouch. Yeah. Yep. I... Sick burn, ah, Navi. Yeah. I don't know. There Come are worse on, guys. out there. There are way worse out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. imagine if one of your good friends had that as their ringtone, you know, for their cell phone for <laughs> hey, listen for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Mark, that definitely sounds like it's a uh, coming from a from a personal place. No, it's coming from a place. Oh, of okay. Love. A okay. Place of love, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're, which... we're we're sent to Termina, aren't we? Yeah, we are sent to Termina. So we get Majora's Mask after this, which also 
very fun follow up to uh to Ocarina of Time. I loved Majora's Mask. I did um, too. So uh, Termina is this weird place. It's not Hyrule. It's a parallel world, and exactly how it gets there is up for debate. Some people say that the, since the Triforce goddesses made all of creation, they made Termina. But there are also others that think that when Majora's Mask like actually planted on the Skull Kid, who this is now the main um, antagonist for the storyline, is that Majora is so powerful, he basically creates this pocket realm that is Termina. And it, he's like, Majora's taking from things he knows about Hyrule and making them in this world, which is why you get a lot of very similar looking characters who have no knowledge of Hyrule and their backstory. Um, so this was a fun one for me. I absolutely love playing through this thing, collecting all the masks, um, getting the fear steed at the very end. Uh, did you both play this one? Yes. So this one I didn't play as much of, um, but I, I had friends who played the hell out of it. So I, I watched more of this than I played. Yep. So uh, great one. Um, I'm not going to dive too much into this one, mostly because the next game in this timeline, I know Chelsea's going to gush about, and that's Twilight Princess. <laughs> <laughs> so Chelsea, tell us about Twilight Princess. Like, what do you remember about like what's going on with Hyrule at this time? Uh, where do we find ourselves in the history uh, after everything that's happened so far with uh, with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask? Yeah, absolutely. So. Honestly, I think for me, Twilight Princess was so great because I was itching again for something else that really goes kind of back to the feel of um, Ocarina of Time, which mm -hmm. I feel like we didn't really, I loved Majora's Mask, but we, it's, you, you didn't, it was a different feel, totally, yeah, totally different feel. Very much um, so. I think it was great because they somehow hit you with nostalgia again, like right mm -hmm. away, even though it wasn't that long ago that we were <laughs> playing Ocarina of Time, mm -hmm. but somehow they figured out how to tap into yeah. to nostalgia. Um, they did. They gave some sweet PG-13 lighting as well. Yes. Yes. So while that was great, absolutely loved it. I was really itching again for Twilight Princess because it, it was so... Um, so reminiscent of of the Ocarina of Time with me, but just with some more adult. Look at how Link looks. Like yeah. Link looks. Mm -hmm. Who is this person? He looks. I awesome. know. And like, do you remember what happens? Like, if you're like actually like defeat an enemy encounter without losing any health. Uh, you got your cool sword animations. Yeah, he does this cool yes. like like shows off the way he puts away his sword. Like, oh my god, this guy is such a badass, the hero of Twilight. Holy yes. crap. And you felt amazing doing it too. Like, you yeah. You did. Mm -hmm. I, <laughs> yeah, I totally just murdered that thing over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a well adjusted young man right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I mean, kind of going back to me earlier talking about how amazing the combat and things like that were, I feel like this game was the first time that they introduced like different combo moves. Yeah, I think it was. Do. Mm -hmm. And I just, I loved going around, finding all the areas where you could learn your new, you know, sweet ass sword moves. And then just being able to fluidly do them in combat was amazing and so much fun. Loved every minute of it. Yeah. Um, Completely agree. And like the added, like, uh, like um, Twilight Realm stuff where you become yes. a wolf. Very yes. fun mechanic um, in this game. Yep. Absolutely. It was... 
It was great. And and again, I feel like this one too kind of breathed more life into the actual um, areas of Hyrule as well, yeah. right? Like before mm-hmm. you never really paid much attention to um, like the foreign region or even knowing yeah. mm-hmm. like different things like that. But it really made those specific areas feel a lot more meaningful, a lot more expansive. Um, just a great another really amazingly immersive game yeah i completely agree like uh building off what you were saying yeah like hyrule and how the kingdom of hyrule and like the land of hyrule and how expansive those two things are Mm -hmm. i mean they vary among the games and i feel like twilight princess was one of the first games they did a really good job expanding on like the lore of the individual areas really well yeah so i completely get what you're saying there um and speaking of that lore uh we've got some some stuff going down during this timeline where uh ganondorf since he never actually got the triforce of power and never like got to the sacred realm he that didn't mean he gave up because he was still like salty over like the hylian civil war and still like trying like oh i know i swear allegiance to you like hylian king but you know deuces i don't like you um and gets tried for his crimes therefore afterwards and i think the game starts off with him being executed yeah uh, yeah. And then the execution doesn't take. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it doesn't. It turns out it didn't work well. We stuffed like five swords in the dude, and he's still kicking. So, well, um, technically, he, he's given the Triforce of Power. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he gets it anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and then so it allows him to survive it. But yeah, yeah. Yep. So he survives, and he gets pushed into the Twilight Realm, and that's what kind of brings the whole uh, Twilight Realm uh, storyline into where we are now. Um, one of my fun things that I both makes me love this game and very like remorseful about the game is the hero shade. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, because it's revealed that the hero shade is the hero it's... of time. So mm-hmm. he's a link from the Ocarina of Time uh, yeah. who grew up like so. Like that's all the thing because when you look at his timeline, then this link remembers fighting and defeating Ganon. Yeah. He remembers going through Termina and saving Termina. Mm-hmm. An alternate world, which doesn't no one else knows about, and no one else even knows about what he did fight Ganon. So no one knows he's a hero, and he's like stuck doing all this work stuff. Not that he you know he needs to be worshipped or anything, but like no one, no one realizes he did it. So yeah. he's then haunted by that fact that he's done all these great deeds and gets no recognition for it. So the way he comes to turn with this is he basically says he's going to train his descendants to also be heroes. So this is where I also find out that the hero of Twilight is a direct descendant of the hero of time, which is mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, as far as who made that descendant with, that's another podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it's kind of fun. Um, and then Twilight Princess, we could we could gush about, but there's still a whole other timeline to go through yet. Um, the most the, recent... Yeah. The adult branch. We gotta, yeah, we, we gotta get the adult branch. The, we gotta get the adults from, there. Yeah. Kid, mm-hmm. kid, little kitty branch and now we're out of the, the, the shallow end of the pool and mm-hmm. now we're getting into the, the larger one. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the last part of this timeline was Four Swords Adventures for the GameCube. So that's the last bit of the child timeline that we see. And then we go to the third and last timeline, like we were saying, the adult timeline. And my uh, my amoeba brain couldn't figure out why it was called the adult timeline for way too long. Because it's like, well, wait a second. Link still gets set. Like, they still seal Ganon. Uh, that's still the same. He gets sealed away. He goes back um, to his childhood too, doesn't he? Link still goes back to his childhood and grows up. So I'm like, yeah. well, why is it the adult timeline? 
Well, because Dingus, Zelda is still the adult. Yes. <laughs> and it continues from her point of view. Look, the Legend of Zelda. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it took you 35 years to put that one together. That's <laughs> great. Oh, oh yeah. So here we go. We have we're continuing from Zelda's timeline. So her bloodline, the bloodline of Hylia is still going on, but the hero is no longer around. The hero, like the hero descendancy is done because Link gets sent back to the past. He's no longer in that timeline. There's no way of continuing it. So eventually, as always, someone gets a bright idea to resurrect Ganon because inevitably that's what happens. He makes it out of the sacred realm and he's totally just dominating Hyrule and uh, King Daphne, I forget his like four middle names oh yeah, <laughs> that go like on president. after that. He's like President Camacho. I can never remember no. all of his names. I'm sure Mountain Dew's in there. But um, <laughs> he decides, you know what? I'm going to leave this one up to the goddesses. They can decide what happens. And they decide, you know what? Let's know Zarkus nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus takes the wheel and floods Hyrule. Yeah. And we're up to, except for like the actual castle area, that gets like this weird suspended animation bit. But then we enter the Wind Waker, yes. which... Well, when this game came out, looking at things here uh, with Link being alive now and looking at Wind Waker things, when the game first came out, it actually got a little bit of heat because yeah. of the cell shading. Yeah. Breaks my heart. Yeah. Kills me. I hate mm -hmm. that people hate that game because it's a great game that it deserves, is. deserves respect. Completely, and like people that like, complain, like, "Oh, it looks too simple." When like the actual like act of animating cell shading and coding it, way harder than what they <laughs> did with like the N sixty four titles. Right. So it was actually a, a visually difficult game to make. And then, like you said, like, "Oh my god, fun game!" Yeah, holy crap, was this game great? Yeah. So you're getting hot. You're getting around the world now. You can't you can't use a pony anymore because the world's flooded. Uh, so you have a boat that you get around in which is pretty cool. Um, and then you're going from spot to spot. Other updates that have happened, uh, for some reason, which this still puzzles me, the Zora have evolved into the Rito, a race of bird-like humanoids, which I wonder why, because the world is mostly water, which is where they thrive. It's literally your perfect environment. Yep. But let's become birds <laughs> instead. The Goron are still there. Yeah. Humans are why. humans. Mm-hmm. Still so, hanging around. Yeah. But yep. Uh they evolve and then the Kokiri evolve. They become our little a little goofy guys instead. Yeah, little little mm -hmm. tree people. Yeah. But oh my god, seriously, fun game with the uh and in this one, like the legend of the hero of time continues on. So even though he doesn't get a descendant anymore, it's still kind of a thing where when young men hit a certain age. They get the green tunic. They get to run around for a short period of time, pretending to be the hero of time to kind of coming remember of what he did. Yeah, it's a coming of age thing. It's like a bat mitzvah yeah. for the Hylians at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just so happens you get a boy who's called Link, and it's his coming of age time. His sister gets kidnapped um, by a massive eagle, and the story ensues from there. Um, so what are some like, what are some highlights or favorite moments we have from this game? Exploration. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love how you start off the game and the map is just blank. 
and you've got to get out there and explore the map. And it was, again, I mean, I love just the big immersive game. And so mm -hmm. it, it gave me that whole, somehow they tapped into another way to do that. Yeah. Like they it just really keep did. thinking of new ways to make mm -hmm. it like, oh, even like it's exciting. It's fun. It's new. It's different. Um, yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah, and this is something where like Skyward Sword tried to repeat a little bit, but failed with exploring the skies because, yeah. like, honestly, flying around the loft wings, boring, not fun, AF, mm -hmm. not yep. fun at all. No, nope. as opposed to like you know, high like high adventures on the seven seas as mm -hmm. Link with his pirate buddies. Holy crap, fun! Finding treasure. I mean, the, yeah. that was it's that's great. So mm -hmm. it hits on loot lust, which is important. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you got loot lust. You got like you know, like legendary sea things like out there. They're legends of. They're just, you know, mm -hmm. massive octorks. Yeah, uh, yeah, great times. I, I just thought the sailing side of it was fun. I mean, I you oh, know, yeah. like mm -hmm. for for me, it, it would be something that that thirst would not be quenched again until Assassin's Creed Four. Like mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. I just would not have another game that I could explore like this. And so that was like my, I think my favorite aspect of the game was just yeah. Let's set out. Let's let's go find out what's over there. Let's sail mm -hmm. to it. You know. Yeah. Let's, let, yeah. Yeah. You don't even have to be actually playing the story of this game to be playing the game and having a no, good time. You can mm -hmm. just yeah. be out there plundering for booty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole pirate thing for majority of the game. Yeah. Uh, helping Tingle find land. Uh, <laughs> wants to figure out by. Oh my gosh, Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's just, again, like, this was like, uh, I feel really bad. And I, I hate to sound like super old man. I feel bad for modern gamers who have grown up in the area of DLC as opposed to just, no, we have hours upon hours upon yeah. hours of new shit to explore in the game. Yeah. All you have to do is look for it. Yeah. And holy crap, was it amazing. You yep. paid $60 and you had just days, days to months of just fun exploring and looking for things in this game hell years i can go back and play it right now and it'll be awesome <laughs> <laughs> well and not to mention like this was something i appreciated even then was just the fact that like the sound team for this game was massive oh, compared to mm -hmm. others and so like um the i mean even though the soundtrack would be uh, it really just based on environment like i still loved it i, I mm -hmm. it helped immerse me in it and so um I think for me, like music just brings out my most emotional threads. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 mm -hmm. like nowadays music can make me cry, even if it's like an old, like, mm -hmm. you know, like, like MIDI technology or something like it would still make me cry these days. So, <laughs> well, when the Ballad yeah. of the winds comes on, I shed a tear. <laughs> uh, and, it's, and it's, a, it's a quiet tear though. It's, it's, it's like, it's, 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 it's like, fighting. it's on the, it's, fighting. it's on the inside. It's a, a manly tear. tear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the music in this game, like, again, like, like honestly, since the Ocarina of Time, music has been a solid part of the Zelda franchise, but this game really, really played on that. Like, mm -hmm. oh my God, it did it so well with you conducting the winds, finding uh, the sages who also like played music when they basically reawakened from these older forms into who they are in the modern day. Mm -hmm. So it just played so much off the musical aspect. Um, and going further in this timeline, hate to cut Wind Waker short, but 
you get Phantom Hourglass, which is again, this is the same Link and Zelda. So very rarely does it actually happen where you play the same the same Link for like continuous games. Mm-hmm. It basically happens with Ocarina of Time. Uh, it happened Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask. It happens with Link to the Past and Link Between Worlds, uh, OG Legend of Zelda and uh, the Adventure of Link, and then again here where you've got um, Wind Waker and Phantom Hourglass still hanging out. And then sometime after Phantom Hourglass, again, I never played that one. Chelsea, you played that one, didn't you? I did. Yep. I played Mm -hmm. Phantom Hourglass. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, You know, it's one of those DS games, Mm -hmm. not overly difficult. Just just strap in. It's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the next one in the series, uh, Spirit Tracks, where between Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, uh, a new continent raises. And that's where the train aspect is actually be able to be utilized. That one, that one, admittedly, I, I couldn't get into Spirit Tracks very well. Like, I, I started it, and I'm like, this is cute, it's fun, but for some reason, it's not working for me right now. I gave it the old college try as well. Mm-hmm. And I... You know, I can't remember if I beat it or not. I can't remember if I finished. I wasn't feeling the train. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't like Link. Link has no business in the modern world. No, he doesn't need locomotion like we that want nonsense. Pre-industrial era, era Completely. please. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> no Although, steampunk Link. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up. Uh, I'm gonna wait for it. I'll bring. I'll come back to this part of the conversation with Link in the modern era because this is something we experienced together, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> but. We're going to now go to the more modern title that is Breath of the Wild. Um, And this game takes place tens of thousands of years after the most recent timeline games from all the other ones. And it's so far away that they actually refer to the old, like, basically Times of Hyrule uh, as the Era of Myth. They're that far away. And so we look at this game. I remember struggling initially. And then there was lots of anger, frustration, because every damn weapon breaks seemingly mm. way too fast. I'm like, what the hell? And like, you get out of like the cave at first, and like your only weapon's a stick. And mm. I remember like the first like enemy that I, I really encountered that I, uh, it was complete by accident was like a freaking golem that rose out of the ground. I'm like, what the hell is this thing made of rock? <laughs> yeah. I have a stick. There's one right in the beginning area. <laughs> no, like, why is this here? Who does this? No one does this. The Legend of Zelda did this. Um, but I mean, I grew out of that pretty quick. Like, there was a good, like, I would say maybe a week where I'm like, fuck, I'm beating this just for the sake of beating it. And then after that first week, I'm like, all right, never mind. This game is brilliant. And I love <laughs> this thing. Yes. Um, so great game. So it's like Chelsea, like what's something like Mark? Because I don't, you didn't play Breath of the Wild. Um, you no, haven't, no. you haven't gotten there. I did not, uh, but I, I watched you live streamed it for me, and I watched mm-hmm. you literally break almost every weapon you even looked at. <laughs> That'll happen. <laughs> yeah, I was running yeah. pretty lean there on weaponry for a bit. It's but, it's hard yeah. because I I um. I really enjoy you know the addition of a fun little weapon system. I think it's mm-hmm. neat just being able to kind of decide what you, how you want to play. So I yeah. respect that. Mm-hmm. With that being said, <laughs> it was pretty annoying and I am just a sucker for the master sword. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So mm. that, 
it wore on me. It got old. Oh yeah. It got old fast, but thankfully yeah. like in this game, like you can go for the master sword virtually whenever you, you're ready or not when you're ready. You do have to have at least, I think nine full hearts because mm -hmm. the first trial of the master sword is to remove from the pedestal and it drains health as you hold on to it. And yeah. if you don't have nine full hearts, you die just trying to take, pull the thing out. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's rough times um, getting the Master Sword in this game. But yeah. once you have it, it is great. Like They keep that break mechanic in it, except in this game, it just it loses power and has to recharge, so you can't use it for 10 minutes, and then it comes back. Yes, um, which, which is, is the longest 10 minutes of your damn life. <laughs> especially <laughs> if you're like remotely near the castle and the Guardians are effing everywhere. Yeah, you go Holy by the crap. castle, you're going to have a bad time. Huge <laughs> bad time. Worst time <laughs> ever had by a human being. Yeah. By the castle without the master sword. Um, I so obviously when the switch came out, you know, mm -hmm. they kind of saved Breath of the Wild for the launch of that. That was, I feel like they're big oh, yeah. by anyway. Switch. Mm -hmm. So you can play yep. Breath of the Wild. You know what I mean? And I oh, yeah. held off for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of, you know, just getting annoyed with new consoles yeah. all the time, getting mm -hmm. annoyed with DLC and how they kind of shove stuff like that down your throat now. So I was going to, I was not going to do it. I, I recall that protest. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that lasted all of not long. No, <laughs> I remember you <laughs> made signs, long. got ready to pick it, but yep. then threw the signs away. And then pulled out my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a big person, like an adult. <laughs> yep. I'm an adult. <laughs> And I'm buying a Switch. <laughs> Darn right. And holy crap, great decision. Yeah. So speaking of DLC, you had two DLC things for this. You had the Ballad of the Champions, mm -hmm. and then you had the Trials of the Master Sword. And I'm going to go into, I think it is the Trials of the Master Sword. No, 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 it's the Ballad of the Champions. Because I remember I completed that DLC at your house. Yeah. Do you yep. remember what you get when you complete that? Yes. Yeah. The world's sweetest form of transportation known to Hylians, and that is that badass motorbike. I don't remember yeah. the name of it. <laughs> the, master, the Master Cycle Zero. I just remember like we were watching it come up because like it was like a hell of a final battle. We're like, what are we gonna get for this? What are you gonna get? And just this, this motorcycle rides out of nowhere, like, no, and fucking it is, way. it is loud and it is <laughs> I mean it is, it is amazing. It is incredible. It completely defeats the purpose of like ever All having a horse horses. again. Yeah, you don't need yeah. it anymore. Yeah. So after like our struggle of like buying like the freaking def like definitely the counterfeit like um <laughs> amiibo things off of ebay so we could yes. get a pona oh my yes. god i remember this yep <laughs> so yeah. oh i was mad this is oh, see, this terrible. is where i have qualms okay mm -hmm. nintendo are you listening i'm mad quit quit <laughs> you don't ever make a game again and don't give me that horse i swear yeah. to god i wanted to riot i was so mm -hmm. mad what do you mean you can't get a pona what do you mean? I can and get a horse that looks like a Pona, tame it, name it, nah, Pona, because I need something. Because <laughs> that's exactly what you did. That is what I did. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. And that's even like, when we look at like DLC and complaining about, this is the worst form of it because, mm -hmm. I mean, there's DLC, like you pay like 10 bucks and you get like another, like, I don't know, four days worth of content. Okay, whatever. You could have put that in the game. That's fine. But now... You're gonna make you pay 15 bucks for a friggin' tiny statue to get things for your game yeah. on top of any DLC. 
Yeah. And this is where oh. it becomes like kind of it's sad. It's such a money grab for an mm -hmm. organization that doesn't need to be making a money no. grab. It the the whole series, you know, from from day one and even right away, they have given us all of these titles, all of these games, mm -hmm. all this nostalgia that we like need and we love, and that's why we keep coming yeah. back for more. Mm -hmm. And then for them to be ransom ransom oh my gosh, I can't speak. Ransoming <laughs> our our nostalgia. Give, yeah. that, give that to me. Yeah. Don't make me pay fifteen more dollars to have a horse that looks mm -hmm. different from all my other horses. Yeah. Yeah. And That's then I need awful. to pay another fifteen dollars so I can have Link's tunic from the Ocarina of Time. What the hell? Are I mean, or me? Tingle's outfit. You know, whichever, yeah. whatever tickles your fancy. We all no. need Tingle's outfit. You have <laughs> no idea, and because it's it's one thing to beat a Lionel, and it's a second to it's a second thing to embarrass it dressed as Tingle. I was gonna say I, I would rather just see Tingle's outfit versus him being in it, so that's fine with me. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> all right, so now comes the all important part, and really the final part of our journey here in the timeline, because again, this takes place tens of thousands of years, but. What timeline does it take place after? And this is where things get really muddy because there is evidence of all three timelines in this game scattered through it. So if we go off of like the, the let's say the, the, the hero fails timeline, one of the biggest glaring pieces of evidence that this is from that point in time is, uh, do you remember the, the, the Viathan skeletons all around yes. Hyrule? Mm -hmm. Well, the Gerudo Leviathan, one, all the Leviathans look like uh, basically like baleen whales, uh, just massive skeletons uh, that are over there. There are three of them. You have one in Elden, one in Gerudo, and one in Hebra. And the one in uh, Gerudo has flippers and then has some comically small appendages on its back mm. that are reminiscent yeah. of the windfish from yeah. Link's Awakening. So here you have evidence of there. And fun other note, like the Elden Leviathan is definitely Levias from Skyward Sword. Like it is a like there's no confusing what that thing looks like if you haven't seen if you've seen it before. It's big, huge, like bony dome mm -hmm. uh, is very evident on the on the Elden one. And there's a whole other like crazy thing of like uh, central timeline stuff, like um, the 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 lost. I'm sorry, the uh, the Forgotten Temple mm -hmm. is basically Skyloft. And they just built around it, which is pretty cool because you can actually see like there are one scattered throughout the, the land. There are like pillar ruins. But one thing that is uh, of all like the actual like large structures that are still kind of around. This is the only structure that has loft wings depicted on it. Mm. You don't see them anywhere else, which is a call out to Skyward Sword. And when you look at the uh, basically when you go the furthest back you can in the Forgotten Temple, you hit a room that looks like it was excavated because it looks like a, like basically a, a hole was blown out of a wall. And you see the largest statue of the goddess Hylia in the game is there, which is pretty close, if not the statue that was in Skyloft, which was the massive Hylia statue. And if that's not enough to say, well, this is just coincidence. <laughs> if you look at like, there are like a series of, I believe, eight pillars in that same room, yeah, that are reminiscent of the sealed temple, which is where the master sword first is when it's first the originally the goddess sword 
from Skyward Sword is that like those are there. And if you think, well, those are just eight pillars, man, whatever. No, like, matches the pieces. Yeah, those matches are just pieces, pieces, man. But what's even crazier is if in Skyward Sword, you remember, you had to heal one of the dragons by going back in time and planting the tree of life so it could get this fruit to heal, um, I think, the, uh, the Lierno province dragon. Yes. That tree where you plant it just left of the pillars is growing out of the effing wall in the Forgotten Temple to the left of those eight pillars. So there's this massive tree growing out of it. Like, I'm sorry. I hate to say the moon landing didn't happen, but in this case, I don't think the moon landing happened, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going on here. Okay. So but anyway, back to other timeline stuff. So evidence of like the adult timeline. So this is where um, the Wind Waker stuff happens. Uh, Lurillian Village has the exact same layout as Outside Island where you start in Wind Waker. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it's like, this is something where it's like, it is too specific to be an Easter egg. Like it is buildings and landforms are exactly where they are um, in Outside Island as they are in Lerulean Village. And on top of that, um, you can get the Hero of the Winds garb, which that can be like fan service because it's DLC. And really there's not a lot of like other things saying like, hey, this is worn by the Hero of the Winds and that's all it says about it. But also you have Rito in this game and they don't exist anywhere else except for that adult timeline. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. Another fun thing, uh, Cod, do you remember Mekar Island? Yes. In this game, seemingly pretty pointless, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's basically an island with one tree on it. Uh, it's named after Mekar, the uh, the tiny little wind sage from um, uh, wind uh, from Wind Waker, which is pretty great. Uh, they, I think they they flip some letters around, but they do that in multiple games. Like it's clearly like it's named after a character. They flop a couple letters, etc., sure. etc. Um, so you're thinking, okay, well, this is a direct reference to Wind Waker too, which also places it in the adult timeline. However. When you look at the layout of the one massive tree and then the four dead trees that are smaller and growing around it, that's the same layout of the first dungeon in the original Legend of the, the original Legend of Zelda game. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. This and you know, what, you know what that game that, that dungeon's filled with? Staphlos. And guess what the fuck comes out of Mekar Island at night? Mm-hmm. A shit yeah. ton of high-powered Staphlos that are nowhere else in the game. <laughs> So, okay, so th mm -hmm. this, this is me not having played, you know, this entry in the series, but mm -hmm. is this just a point where, like, we've gone through the cycle so many times, you know, with these different timelines? Like, have we fucked up so much that we're, that things are converging now? Like, that's, we're... <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know, that's where kind of what we're trying to figure out, too, because, like, you've got those two timelines there, and there's stuff in the child timeline, too. I mean, it's there's a lot of DLC stuff. You get uh, Misko's journal. Misko is like one of like the two, like I think they're archaeologists or thieves. I think they're thieves hanging around there, and he's got uh, journals of stuff. I think are they thieves? Same thing, right? Same thing. Yeah. I mean, archaeologists <laughs> they're just stealing old people's stuff. Like yeah, exactly. they're dead, but it doesn't make their stuff not theirs. They're Come stealing on, stealing stuff yeah. for science. Yeah. It's different. Exactly. Yeah, the, where's the cutoff between archaeologist and grave robber? Right. Like, where, where's the <laughs> I think it's a drawn? doctoral mm -hmm. degree. I think so. <laughs> it's literally a piece of paper that makes the whole thing official. <laughs> but yeah, it's like these guys, like Misko has journals over like stuff that he's finding and he has very detailed journals on Midna and the Hero of Twilight as though more so than like the DLC they give us for like the Wind Waker stuff that you find. It's like they're very much talking about as though these were characters that are within this mythos. Also, the Great Bridge of Hylia is there, which yep. was only a thing in Twilight Princess. 
Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, even looking to like Zelda's description of the Master Sword in this game, it's whether Skyward Bound, Adrift in Time, references to Skyward Sword and the Ocarina of Time, or steeped in the glowing embers of Twilight, which is specifically Twilight Princess. Mm -hmm. So that's where, like, again, like, it's muddied. Um, yeah. It is so far into the future. We don't know if, like, at some point in time, the timelines reemerge and we get them together. Uh, and, of course, this is all thinking, like, in-universe lore. From the Nintendo standpoint, they're like, we just want you to enjoy all the things. So we put it so far in the future, anything could happen. Anything can happen. Anything is possible. <laughs> so it's yeah. interesting to see like what they do with this next. That's what so what I'm hearing is honestly awkward of time, fractured time into mm -hmm. three possible timelines. But now we are thousands of years. Yeah, in the tens future, of thousands, and yeah. Mm -hmm. And somehow we've woven everything back together into one master timeline. Yep, all roads just seem to lead to Breath of the Wild for some reason. And because Breath of the Wild does leave a lot of things like kind of like, you know, unanswered, mm -hmm. uh, to kind of close things out because, you know, this is a this episode's it's getting there. Uh it's it's exactly three timelines long is how long this episode is. <laughs> but what are things that we want to see in Breath of the Wild 2? And this could mean these could be timeline history bits or these could be game mechanics. Uh, because that is what's coming out next. That's the next slotted game in the yep. series. That's not a, like an HD remaster or anything. So what are things we want to see in Breath of the Wild 2? So also, Breath of the Wild 2 is a prequel to Breath of the Wild, correct? It is, I think it so, is. yeah. It takes yeah. place before it. Mm -hmm. oh, those, cheeky, those cheeky bastards. Those cheeky bastards. <laughs> 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 yes, it's going to be um, what happens before... You know, Zelda has to seal herself away mm -hmm. in Hyrule Castle with Ganon for a hundred years before Link goes into his restorative beauty sleep. Um, honestly, I I would love to see them do away with the weapon system, but I <laughs> I don't think that that's going to happen, though. Probably um, not. Although people complained enough, it mm -hmm. just might. I feel like this is a franchise that does tend to listen to its fans. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully they don't go the Miyamoto route and just make everything break after one hit just to <laughs> really slam us with it. <laughs> like it, that That's punishment. You complain about my game, boom, we take all the weapons away. How do you like that? <laughs> now um, you got no weapons. Yeah, you ain't got no weapons. Um, I guess one thing I'm hoping, I guess from like a selfish standpoint, is I hope all of my freaking like uh, amiibo things that I have still work in the next game. Right. Like I want to get my Ocarina of Time stuff back. I want to get a Pona back so I have her right away. Um, and I guess like that's the biggest thing. Is like please give me my amiibo stuff back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I suppose what I look forward to is building, putting the team together, getting the yeah. game together, right? Like getting the champions together. That's definitely what you're going to have to set out to do. Probably, mm -hmm. I would assume, is you know, go around, prove your worthiness to all of the chieftains and such of the, you know, surrounding yeah races and clans, and mm -hmm. put together a ragtag team of heroes that we know inevitably fail miserably. Oh yeah, they they do not win. <laughs> 
They do uh, not win. And thus fracturing the timeline yet again. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, see, and Joe, I haven't played, obviously, I've only watched you play several hours of Breath of the Wild, but mm -hmm. if, if I had to avoid something here and, like, what I hope they don't do is make this into a matrix scenario where <laughs> like, it's almost like the city of Troy. Like, yep, we destroy like the shit out of Troy every couple of years. We just build on top of it again. And the characters look the same. We just, we just tweak the names a little bit, you know, like, yeah, Honestly, that's what, yeah. I, I bet they, I bet they don't lose. I bet they win. I bet they create a whole oh. new timeline where, what if you did win? What if Link doesn't fail and has to go sleep for a hundred years? I bet yeah. that's what they're doing. That would be fun. Yeah. And then they splinter mm -hmm. it off all over again. Oh no. And we get three whole new timelines. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. One last thing in closing. I know I said the last thing was, was the closing, but this is the last thing. The true last thing. The true last thing. What's the worst thing you've ever done to a cuckoo? Or a cuckoo, I believe they're they're pronouncing this a cuckoo. Um, probably the worst thing I've ever done to a cuckoo is keeping it hostage to hack the game and get to areas that I shouldn't be able to get to yet by floating. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Enslaving my cuckoo. That's the worst thing I've ever done. Yep. <laughs> Guilty of that too. And I think what I've done, I've rewarded it by like throwing it off a cliff. Right. Nah, like, get no, out of done. here. I don't need you anymore. Live yeah, your life. Yeah, useful this is done. I hope you can <laughs> swim because... <laughs> Which well, Mark, I, I know. Yeah. Are, are, have you done any bad things to cuckoos? Um, I do know that when a when a cuckoo is killed, that the cuckoo revenge squad will disappear. Oh, <laughs> oh mm. yeah. <laughs> but but no, I've never I've never used them as a whipping post. No, I've always been okay. very nice to them. Not even Ooh. once. Not even really? one no. time. Not even no. by accident. Okay. I, I, I yeah. I, I'm well, a big fan of animals. It, I, I, I did you it. did you do anything bad to that tiny penguin in Mario sixty four? Oh, oh God, drop, I, I dropped the shit out of that. See. Yeah. They, they respawn, okay? Like, <laughs> so. I just didn't like its attitude. It had a poor attitude. <laughs> uh, seriously, how many times do we have to keep like slaying Ganon before he finally just gives up? I mean, who knows? But as long as he keeps coming back, we'll keep on playing. With Hyrule being safe once more, next week we're moving on to the works of Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Together they've brought us cartoon series, movies, video games, and even a Broadway musical. Before we take off, though, what did you think about having a third host on this podcast? Let us know by leaving a comment about how awesome I am. And if you liked anything else about the show, too, of course. While you're at it, subscribe and leave a review. This critically helps this show to continue. Something about the interwebs really likes it. And no, we're not just covering up for how we love seeing you speak well of us. And until next time, keep on dissecting. <laughs>